not even moving to the beat. <laughs> Typical drummer. And welcome to Pointless Banter. Not Lane's laughing at me. Point out the camera. What's going on there, Not Lane? Just point out the camera. Just point out the camera. So, headband guy in bandana manner. Welcome. Welcome to another episode. Episode 5, I believe it is. I'm just going to just drop this, this out a little bit. Double check that whether it's episode 5. What's that? Oh, sorry. Podcast 5? Is it? I have no idea. I, I think it might, might be that. I'm not sure exactly what we're doing. Fantastic 5. Fantastic 5. I'm trying to put on my little radio voice here at the moment. What do you reckon? Does it sound good? It sounds like it always does. Yeah. Well, it doesn't sound like it always does. So you gonna, is this going to be like the episode Five Finger Death Punch then? Is he going to do all sorts of like things like that? Which is a Kill Bill thing, isn't it? I've seen Kill Bill not very many times. I don't... Great film. There's yeah. two of them. There's the two of them, yeah. Mm. Yeah, volume one and two. Mm. What do you mean? Uh, five... isn't, that, isn't that what the, the, the move is that kills Bill? Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, right. I don't remember. Hey. Oh, mm. mate, I guess that's where the band name comes from. Hey. I'm guessing so. I like that. It's a good little reference. Like a Treyu from Neverending Story. Hmm. Yeah. I don't like their music, but I like their name. A Treyu aren't bad. Yeah? Yeah. I know you've seen them a couple of times. I have. Yeah. And um, interviewed them. Yeah? Yeah. Interviewed the um, bassist whose name escapes me. Okay. But yeah, nice guy. Yeah, nice. Nice band, yeah. So what's it with bassists and drummers only doing the (laughs) interviews these days? (laughs) Is that in reference to the little dig that I made (laughs) yesterday (laughs) about... About how I got to interview somebody from Guns N' Roses. Oh, it wasn't a little dig, but it was, it was just a nice, <laughs> a very good segue, I thought, like to think. So I interviewed someone from Guns N' Roses yesterday. Excellent. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, Obviously not, not a singer or anyone important. Well, it's not going to be the bassist in Guns N' Roses because that's <laughs> <laughs> Duff McKagan, so it leaves you with, it's obviously the drummer. Um, yeah. So uh, Frank uh, Ferrer, who's uh, the drummer, he's been in the band since 20... 2006. Right. You're going to say 2006, but it's a zero. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, he wrote five songs on the Chinese Democracy album. And the good ones as well, like Chinese Democracy, Better. Did he also take the 10 years to write them as well? Uh, well, it did take four or five years for that, that to come out. And, yeah. Um, so anyway, I interviewed him yesterday. And uh, <laughs> interestingly enough, it's not been published yet. But uh, int- it will be by the time people hear this. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, you think so? Uh, but I don't know. And um, so I did it yesterday morning, and he was he was super cool, super cool guy. And like straight away, he's like, "Oh, so you know, where are you from?" I was like, oh, I'm, "I'm phoning from Australia." And he goes, "Oh, Australia's oh, I love Australia." And he did. Like, and he goes, um, "I said about Adelaide." And he goes, "Oh, I used to date a girl in Adelaide," which to me just sounded like there was a groupie who followed him around Australia who <laughs> happened to be from Adelaide. And uh, and I was like, oh, "When was the last time you?" And he goes, "Oh, when Guns N' Roses were here, 2017." And he goes, "Oh, Adelaide." So this is true because they're going to get the plug not only in the podcast, they should get the plug in the review as well. He goes, Adelaide has that really cool store, uh, Midwest Trader. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we've still got it. So, um, Do we? So, yeah. Well, when I checked on Google yesterday, we did. Yeah, all right. Um, I haven't been there for a while. So, yeah. So th- even three years later. Still remembers that. He's still plugging local businesses in South Australia in nice. Adelaide. So, well, that's because they get half their stuff from over in America anyway. Well, yeah. They, all the secondhand stuff. So um, yeah, I had a chat with him, and then because um, it was on Skype, um, so Skype is um, they you have to it's, it's kind of a username first, so it's not you know it's, mine's not Lane, mine mine isn't not Lane, <laughs> mine isn't not Lane, <laughs> it's not not Lane. <laughs> so, 
but there is a line in it. So, anyway, I have to say that ten times drunk. That's what she said. So, so I've I've gone. You know, oh, hi Frank. It's it's Ian from uh, Hi Fi One uh, in Australia, and we start chatting. And then he goes. So he's obviously he's looking at it, right? And he goes. So sorry, sorry. How do we pronounce your name? Do we pronounce your name Ian or Lane? <laughs> I was like, the dude from Guns N' Roses is mocking my name. Like, I'm not, I'm not overly enamoured about this. So, anywho, we um, uh, so we had a good chat. The first five minutes was just literally just spitballing. You know, it was talking about, um, you know, the whole COVID thing. And like, he lives in California. He's from New York, but he lives in California now. And how he can't, um, like, they, they had the lockdown, then didn't have a lockdown. And then, boom, a second wave kicked in. And he goes, it was a waste of time, basically, the first lockdown in that aspect. Oh, we all know about that one. Yeah, Ooh. Victoria does. And New South Wales. And Queensland now. Queensland is kicking in as well. Far out. The but, things um, you'd learn. The, I don't even know. The, um, and he's just like, you know, he goes, he goes, I just... He goes, I go for my walk every day and I go to groceries every three or four days. He goes, nothing can do. He goes, like, literally just stuck in there. So we had a bit of a chat about that. We had a bit of a chat about music from the UK. Um, he likes Echo and the Bunnymen, apparently. What was that? The, Echo and the Bunnymen is a kind of a... a an original type of pop punk band that you had in the early eighties that came right. from Liverpool. Well, he Liverpool. Well, oh, he, he looked at my name again. My my full name is what's coming through on Skype, and he goes, "Oh, your name's very similar to the guy from Echo and the Bunnymen, which is the guy in Echo and the Bunnymen is Ian McCulloch, which yeah, right. isn't a million miles away from my name." So yeah, we were having that chat. He was actually really good. He's asking me, "Oh, how's Australia? How's it going with COVID?" Had a bit of a chat about that. Had a ch- bit of a chat about the Black Lives Movement and. Um, gets, he's of Cuban descent right things like that and then we actually got talking about his band and new music that is being released from his band in December so not Guns N' Roses correct band. not Guns N' Roses <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's not his band yeah uh, so actually the other band's not really his band so it's, it's in a band called um, that's spelt P-double-S-R but it's pronounced Pisser right and they're basically a New York uh, punk band, very much in, a, in the same sort. Like when I first heard them, uh, they, so Ramones. No, my, my first reaction actually was New York Dolls. Okay. Yeah, but probably more of that kind of that, that sleaze and swing that comes with it, rather than just the the repetitiveness of the Ramones. And <laughs> so, um, you know, and, and, it, and it was it was a really good chat. We spoke about how you know that band's actually been going in one form or another since the early two thousands. He was in it originally. With Richard Fortas, who you may know is the other guitarist in Guns N' Roses. Right. So they were in that originally, and then they both went off and did Guns N' Roses. Uh, they came back about five, six years ago. So one of the songs still has Fortas on it, uh, but then Fortas has gone off and done other stuff. They got another guitarist in. And anyway, so yeah, I was just talking about that and basically plugging it all. How can you promote music during a time you can't go to a show? What are they doing? Uh, they're taking every day as it comes. And they're, like, just... they're just living off Roddy though. Well, the rest of the band won't, because the rest of the band, uh, 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 this is the comment he made. So the lead the lead guy in Pissa, essentially it's his band, is a guy called Eric Jacobson, or Eric J. And Frank's comment, or Frank's line was, he's the greatest frontman you've never seen. Right. Which gives you an indication to, nobody knows who these guys are. And when I was doing my research, I was like, I, I was looking everywhere, and I'm like, I can't find a history of this band pre-2015 when there's a YouTube clip. And that's where Frank went and filled me in on the the past, going all the way back to even the 90s when they were in a band together called Honky Toast, signed to Epic Records. 
Um, but then, you know, the interview's going on and we're talking away and everything else. But of course, I, we got an email on Wednesday night that said, it said, keep your Guns N' Roses questions to a minimum Ooh. as directed by Guns N' Roses management. Right. So we're about, we're about 15 minutes in, 13, 14 minutes in to the conversation with their. Me and the drummer from Guns N' Roses, arguably one of the biggest rock bands in the world ever. Oh, this guy upstairs. Yeah. And, um, well, he's obviously just challenging that. He obviously thinks ACDC. And um, so I said, look, and I said to him, I went, um, look, I've got to ask you about your other band. If I don't ask you about your, your other band, I never said Guns N' Roses, but I said, I have to ask you about your other band. If I don't ask you about your other band, if I don't take this opportunity, I'll get shot. But I'm also well aware we've been told not to. And he just laughed. And I, I said, "Fair play to him." He just laughed. You know, and, and he goes, "He goes, dude, just do it. Just ask the question. Just get it done." <laughs> like, so I was like, "So, so I asked the question about new music. What's going on with that?" And um, by the time this goes out, hopefully the review, interview will be up. Um, and his response was, um, "It was fairly short, actually. It was along the lines of, I'll let management handle that question. However, I will tell you that.'" Um, we're all working towards the one goal uh, to get it out there. Um, but obviously the pandemic has stopped an awful lot of that. However, if you don't mind, any of the questions about that, I'll let Guns N' Roses management handle that. <laughs> and he just laughed again. I was like, yeah, I don't care. I was like, dude, man, I've asked the question. I'm fine. Let's move on. Like, I couldn't not. I couldn't not do it. And then, yeah, we we, we spoke about some other stuff. And then, uh, yeah, so it was good. Excellent. Yeah, interviewed. A member of Guns N' Roses. That's amazing. It's not Axel Slash or Duff. I get that, but it's still by proxy. That's it's still Guns N' Roses. But exactly, that's amazing. Yeah, you're not hearing Axel Rose singing "Welcome to the Jungle" without him playing the drums. At the moment, like, at, yeah, well, for the last fourteen years. Yeah, that's hmm. excellent. So yeah, so when so the comment that led into that, by the way, which was drummer or bassist, <laughs> is. <laughs> Is I'm at, I'm at a stage, right? I'm at a stage in my interviewing career, so to speak. Well, you're thinking of playing bass. Interviewing career, anyone can play bass. And uh, interviewing <laughs> drums is I'm at a stage in my interviewing interviewing career where when I do get a band of worth, the vast majority of time, it's the bassist or the drummer. Right. Okay. Either the lead singer doesn't want to do it. Uh, or they're going with the bigger publications. Lead guitarist, same thing. There's obviously been exceptions to it. Um, like I interviewed uh, Scotty Hill. Yes. That's not true. I didn't interview Scotty Hill. I interviewed... <laughs> edit that. Uh, <laughs> put that in the bloopers reel. <laughs> I, I interviewed Snake Sabo. Yep. Um, from Skid Row. Yep. Um, I interviewed Max Cavalera, who's the lead guy out of Soulfly, Cavalera Conspiracy, and Sepultura. Uh, or was in Sepultura. Um but the vast majority of the time, it's like it was Will Calhoun from Living Colour, drummer. It was Trey Daniels from POD, bassist. It was you know things like that. And I don't care. I'm, I'm just stoked that I can speak to them. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. We said about a Trey earlier, bassist. Yeah, <laughs> it just is. It is what it is, and I'm fine with that. So yeah, party. That's excellent. Yeah. So I just touched on Skid Row there. You did touch on Skid Row. Which means it's our weekly segment, What's Going On With Sebastian? <laughs> oh, that's Sebastian. <laughs> yeah. So what is going on with Sebastian? So we got follow-up from Chris Jericho, Sebastian Bach, they're feuding. Oh, that's the mic. I was going to do a little love heart symbol there. 
So you want me to fill you in? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, what do we got? I know I did see a video of Chris Jericho singing, singing um, Youth Gone Wild. Yeah, Youth Gone Wild. I don't even know what song it was. Acapella. Right. To prove that he but wasn't he can't, miming. He was. <laughs> did you watch the video? I did watch the video. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I I don't know what to think. I thought, oh, he can sing better than me. That's for sure. I. But then again, probably drum better than you. Probably can drum better than me. Yeah, he can wrestle better than me too. <laughs> He's a multi-talented man. <laughs> what a machine! Ooh, Jesus, excuse me, just burp there. <laughs> yeah, that was good. It, it was enjoyable at the same time. He was just—he was just fueling the fire. He knows where um, Sebastian's gonna react. Has he reacted? No. Having trawled through his Twitter three minutes before we started <laughs> recording, <laughs> because it was all about research. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly all about research. Yeah. I watched like. Yeah. 30 seconds of it so, uh, what? No, no no reaction no reaction he, he got um, so maybe he's done he did say he was bored and that's why he jumped in and well he got 400 uh, Sebastian got 430,000 extra followers yeah overnight through that Twitter feud what did Chris Jericho get do we know or is it just uh, focused on Sebastian I only looked at Sebastian's <laughs> <clears throat> yeah okay <laughs> and, um, so, um, but yeah there's no, there's no no other no other comment about it just skimmed through I did all. see Michael Sweet from Striper uh, backed him up as well on the singing front who Jericho will back yeah he backed Jericho yeah okay so didn't back Sebastian but look I mean I, again I think we, we spoke about this last time and there's somebody else I know who's quite possibly I've forgotten there's um, there's some one, one a fairly high level promoter a show promoter a band promoter in Australia uh, he he made we were talking about this and he made the comment of the vast majority of them do they'll have backing tracks they'll have something there they're going to have to have something yeah and and you know we, we I know we we ridiculed Motley Crue as an example yeah and with no that was you just it was just you and that's with good reason yeah I I agreed I didn't disagree yeah the the um oh I got another segue to Motley Crue as well good. that's all right um. You know, as an example, like Chris Jericho is a very energetic frontman. I think we all agree with yeah. that. Okay, so if he needs a little bit of a oof on the vocals, and you know, yeah. um, I prefer if he didn't. I prefer if he was just sound, sounded amazing all the time. But uh, whatever, I'm not that. We're going to go princess. see a stage show. We're not going to see a record. Whereas Vince Neil from Motley Crue needs all the help he can get on stage. Right? He needs one of them things at the airport, it's like a you know travelator that can move across from the side <laughs> of the stage to stage. He just needs someone else to sing the songs. <laughs> so yeah, what's your segue? All right, segue. Uh, what was oh, what was it again? Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Oh, so yeah. Last week we touched on the spaghetti incident with the whole mm. um. I never bothered looking. Yeah. You never bothered looking. No, I had a busy week, man. I've been yeah. doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, clearly, yes. Been speaking to drummers. I've only been speaking to members of Guns N' Roses. <laughs> I've been speaking to Guns N' Roses. I'm friends with them. <laughs> okay. Num- like it- My name's on his Skype thing. I'm hoping he hasn't. Friends has was has he signed anything of yours? I'm friends with D. Snyder. He signed my uh, my VHS for me. How much did you pay for that? What the VHS or the signature? No, for him to sign it. Oh, it was nothing. It was part of the package. When the went, package which he paid went, for. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is, when I went and saw him, but he didn't have to sign it. He could do not. No, no, no. I'm not going to sign it. I, I, I was gentleman. I didn't pay. Answer to... my questions and sign my VHS. I didn't pay to speak to Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses asked me to speak to them. Well, Guns N' Roses probably didn't, but you know what I mean. Anyway, Motley Crue. All right, Motley Crue. Speak of the incident. <laughs> So there was your theory of the whole spaghetti incident fight. It's not theory, it's fact. It's fact. But if you have a look a few However, years earlier, 
You got Motley Crue with Nikki Six and Tommy Lee going their longest without showering. Their little bets that they were doing on the side. And then a lucky, well, unlucky groupie got to visit the little rock star of Nikki Six and hurled up some spaghetti. So what does Guns N' Roses come into this? Spaghetti incident. Why would they th- referenced that. No, they didn't. It was yes, that was to I totally referenced that. It was all to do with the fight in a restaurant between no, Stevens. No, that was way after this happened. They're referring to this. They're not. They're referring to That's... Stephen Adler. It's not even related. It's not even vaguely related. But and you got to remember, Guns N' Roses, especially Axl Rose. By the time 1991 came round, this beginning incident was what 93, 94. By the time 91 came round. In getting the ring, Axel Rose has already nailed Vince Neil. He's already mentioned. He's already called him out in the song "Get in the Ring," and not only that, he's already had a fight with um, Nikki Six for um, for punching Izzy Stradling. They're not talking <laughs> about Motley Crue. There's, there's, there's not, look, when it comes to the Guns N' Roses, I'm a bit of a tragic actually, and uh, it's it's about it's showing. Yeah, I can. I'll put your mortgage on it, not mine, because I've already lost it in one of these conversations. I'll put your mortgage on it that it's about Stephen Adler and the 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 other Guns N' Roses drummer, not the one I spoke to, not the one who's in the band now, uh, and Axel Rose. Well, I'm kidding. I concede because there's no way in hell I'm putting up Bandana Matter for this kind of. It's kind of bet. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Your Honour. <laughs> well, that's another nice little segue there with Stephen Adler as well, because when Steel Panther came here last, Stephen Adler was playing and doing his own little solo tour. I missed it because I was in Melbourne and or Sydney. He was at the Gov, yeah. Yeah, he was at the Gov. I didn't go to that either. Oh. I heard it was quite good, actually. I did hear it was good, yeah. And they, they did an excellent time. Uh, what do you call it? And then Steel Panther went up to Brisbane and then crashed his show. Were you at that show? No, I didn't go to the Brisbane one. Frown. Frown. Anyway. Nice segue. Okay. Still no, no. I'll go on to Steel Panther then. Yeah. Okay. As we always do. Or as I always do every week. <laughs> so we're already Sebastian Mac down and we're now Steel Panther down. It'll be Rosemont shortly. <laughs> <It'll be> Rose- <laughs> so, the. the Alright, so the Steel Panther. Um, What's your segue with them? Working on a. Get this. A movie. A movie. Steel Panther movie. A movie. About a, a movie. cow or a movie? Yeah. Movie. A movie. A movie. So, um, Styx was interviewed on a podcast. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's also... I think it was a drummer. Some drum podcast. Um, ooh, there's a woman upstairs as well. Uh, what do we got? So... It's all going they've, on here. They've got a number of songs written for it as well. So, they've got about eight or nine songs. I'm not sure if that's... Um, Legit or not, they said they're going to try and do a uh, EP because they said they can bust those out quicker and that sort of thing, and you know it takes a little longer for an album. But well, a couple of things with that one actually. Well, Sticks it in here. Yeah, uh, I did see that he came out and he backed Chris Jericho. Oh, did he? Yeah. Ooh, he backed Chris Jericho in the in the in the in the back in Jericho a few. Well, you did say he just came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, he could have done that as well. Um, the other one is. Um, Talking about EPs, I, I interviewed um, David Anderson from Soilwork right. ages ago. And Drummer or bassist? I actually don't know Soilwork, sorry. He's actually one of the lead guys, but that's probably why. Because right. you don't know who they are. Well, I know who Soilwork are, I just don't know yeah. their music. Um, heavier. Yeah, heavier. yeah, I know they're heavier, yeah. 
so anyway, I interviewed him a wee, a wee while ago, and he um, we were talking about you know the changes in the music scene and things like that. He's a he genuinely believes that the days of albums are done. That done. is EPs because you can whip out, you know, it's four songs or five songs or whatever. You can whip out four songs twice a year. Okay, yep. uh, and not only that, with the way it is now, and I know of other bands that have done this. Um, uh, one as an example called um, Aviva, who I'm friends with. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. I remember yeah. you talking about this a couple of years back. Yeah, so I was I was meant to catch up with them in Sydney. Um, uh, sorry, in in LA a few months ago, but the whole thing happened. Um, where what bands will do is every month I go bang, here's a new song, and that's what David Anderson was saying from Soulwork. He goes, he goes, that's probably what we're going to start doing is either maybe record five songs. But each month, here's one song. It keeps you relevant on social media, yep. which is where you need to be doing all that sort of stuff. And then you can go and download it off of your, your, whatever you need to, rather than doing do, doing the traditional cycle of you sit in a studio for 12 months, here's an album, you then go and tour it for two years, and then bump, and, and just one. that sort of thing. Um, so the whole EP thing, I think, will be That's, on there. It's not terrible. I mean, it's a whole subscription method. Yeah. And still, the third Steel Panther reference is they have been appearing in other people's music videos. Oh yes, you did did mention that. Yeah. So was that Corey Taylor, wasn't it? So my mate Corey. Yeah, your mate Corey. Yeah. Um. Is is releasing his solo album. September, I think. But he dropped two songs during a week, two very very different songs. And if there's anything about Corey Taylor, which you gotta give him credit for, I mean, he's probably metal's version of Dave Grohl in that he appears like he's on everything. Right. Like he'd turn up at the opening of an envelope if it meant he was a chance for him to sing. Like he's everywhere, <laughs> right? So. <laughs> we can invite him to Bandana Manor. Yeah. We can open this envelope. Yeah. He can sing. Yeah. He's 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 just there. He's, he's he's everywhere. Like you name him, he's on that people's albums, right? And of course Steel Panthers. Yeah. And um he uh he, so he dropped two songs during a week there, two in very, very different types of songs. So one song's kind of a, 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 a AOR kind of middle of the road ballad, which he's very good at, and he can do an, a little bit with Stone Sour as an example, but wasn't as heavy as Stone Sour. But you know, it was it was, it was three and a half minutes, four minutes. Radio song. And uh, but then he had this other one, which has caused a, a few ripples. Okay, so caused yeah, well, quite a few people. So I put it on Facebook. Right. Right. And uh, it's him with uh, two rappers, Kid Cutie and Tech Nine, right? And he goes and whips out the song. I think the song off the top of my head's called CMFT. So Corey Motherfucking Taylor, right? Right. And it's and it's a it's a heavy song. Like there's a lot of riffs and grooves in there, and he's singing away and he's well, rapping away and he's doing what he wants to do. He's got these other rappers coming in, and the chorus is something like. I can't remember what the chorus is, but it's a whole bunch of people saying, saying Corey motherfucking Taylor. Right. And in the video, it's basically every single one of Corey Taylor's mates. So Lars Ulrich from Metallica's in there, Steel Panther in there, Lizzie. All four of them or just Michael Starr? No, it's two of them. Ooh. Um, I think it's Sticks and Michael. Right. Uh, Lizzie Hale from Hellstorm's in there, Ronnie Radke, um, Nikki Six is in there, uh, John Five. It's all the California people, isn't it, though? Um, a... Scott Ian is in there from right. Anthrax, like and 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 you're going through that, like even Anthrax. You know when I interviewed Anthrax, you know who I got? Fucking drummer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, although it is although technically it is his band actually, like he's the driving force behind the band. It's like getting Lars Ulrich with Metallica. So. But anyway, um, 
Crouching in Conformity, I got the singer. Anyway, Pepe Keenan. Anyway, the um, uh, so all his mates were in there, and I'm sitting there, right, watching his Corey Taylor video, which is a lot of people like it, a lot of people don't. A lot of people are very, you, know, it's, you either love it or you hate it, you know. Yep. And, and what are you? Uh, I don't mind it, actually, to be honest. That was okay, right. so love, hate, yeah. don't mind it. Yeah, I was, you know, I was, I was probably more in, I listened to it more than once, I'm just saying. But what pissed me off was, right, I'm going to sound so arrogant here, he's got all these people in there that I've met in his video. <laughs> Lizzie Hale, <laughs> Steel Panther, Randy Blythe from Lamb of God, and I'm like, where's my call? Why didn't I get a call? Like, everybody would love the video if I was in it, I'm just saying. <laughs> like, the extra nine people who watch this, they would have loved it. I think it's six. Between you watch... Uh, Listening, myself listening, girl on couch that's not present tonight. That's that's three, three plus six. We got nine listeners on that last episode. She a girl on couch, nice segue. Yeah, and she what she wrote on uh, Facebook before. No, I didn't see that. She's learned how she can play her Spotify playlist while playing Fortnite. Wow. Yeah. Well, that was a little loud. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. So we're never going to see. How the hell does that happen? I don't know, but you're never going to see her again. Just, I think it's over. <laughs> I've been replaced by Spotify. <laughs> Between that, Spotify and Fortnite, I've got no chance. Yeah. <laughs> right, you're just there when it gets cold at yeah. night. Yeah. So I'm not going to hold my breath for the Steel Panther movie, to be honest, because there was supposed to be a TV show back in 2016. Did they do a show every day? No, no. There was going to be a Steel Panther TV show. Was that when they were really popular, though? Yeah, that's when they were really popular. Counting YouTube... Clips. That's not a TV. It's not Steel Panther TV. I suppose it's it's not television. Anyway, so they're supposed to do a TV TV series. I think it was a la Brett Michaels Rock uh, Bus of Love or whatever it was called back then or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, got I'm, some love. That's what he. Calls I'm it. gonna reach into my package. Butthole burner. Oh, is it finally arrived? It's finally arrived. So, butthole burner, for those people that are wondering, it is my guitar pedal that I've ordered like months ago from Steel Panther's website, steelpantherrocks.com. Which which even Satchel said in a live stream does exactly the same as his other one. It does exactly the same as the PM pedal. It just looks different. It's it looks different completely pattern. different, yeah. So, we've got a... What am I hitting here? I've got a little sticker. A little chili sticker. It looks uh, awfully... Suggestive? Suggestive, yeah. Actually smells like butthole. So mm, I got my little certificate winning. of authenticity. Similar. Well, yeah, it's numbered. It's a real high number, but whatever. I got it. So. Ooh. It features the original pussy melter circuit with a scorch balmy toggle and gasoline, <laughs> lava flow, jalapeno low, and wasabi high knobs with a K. Jala, jalapeno. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it's jalapeno. No, no, they've written. Well, I could have. Been there, yeah. <laughs> no, it, J's, it, J's an H sound. I don't know. It, is, it has been manufactured in the USA to the highest quality standard to be the most bitching pedal ever. So that's it on the camera. Well, I'll show it to, to not lay in there. there is go. that the most bitching pedal ever? I dare say. Well, the, the PM one's pretty good. But this one, this one's got some nice color going on. So yeah, I'm pretty happy that I got it. So I just thought I'd uh, unveil that today. I think it arrived yesterday or Wednesday, I'm not sure. Did you want to have actually hold on to it, have a look? No, no. you're right. Okay. I have no musical talent at all. No, neither do I. But, you know, by the amount of guitars I have, I am 
better than the one in my band. Our lead guitarist in our band, Atomic Sister. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Is that so I'm the best it? drummer and the best guitarist. Is that a bit of controversy that we might be digging up here? Where's that coming from? It's the band on the rocks already. Spill the beans, spill, <laughs> spill the beans. Oh, it's just because they have that many guitars. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, now then. Now, yes. Uh, a few other things that have happened in the last uh, week. Uh, last I've got week? two. I've got two. I've yeah. got two. I've got two. Okay. Number one. Uh, Machine Head cancelled their Australian tour today. When was that supposed to happen? Adelaide was 14th of September. Ooh. It was always going to happen because any band that comes over from America, well, you can't come over from America anyway, but if you were going to come over from America, you're making your money in Melbourne and Sydney. And yep. As we all know, they are the Donald Trump <laughs> you get of Australia. Yeah. So, um, well, what so Victoria is. Done. Uh, disappointing, but not surprised. Uh, refunds will be done from your ticket person. Unless you bought your ticket from, you know, the guy outside the 7-Eleven across from the uh, casino there. Because we all have 7-Elevens here. Oh, they do in Melbourne, so yeah. Um, well, that sucks. Yeah, it's a good look with that. Uh, the second big one is, and I'm intrigued to get your opinion on this. Yeah. All right, because I have my opinion. Controversial as it is. So this week is the 40th anniversary of the second biggest selling album of all time. Number one's Michael Jackson's Thriller, by the way. Right. Number two is Australia's own ACDC. Oh. Back in Black. Right. Right. Never listened to the whole album at all. I was going to say that to you because... Because you know that I would never have listened to that album at all. Why? I don't know. Do you not like ACDC? How un-Australian are you? Yeah, it seems to be very Australian. Un-Australian. You know what? This is where it gets controversial. I thought I was, I thought I was controversial. Jeez, not even well, I'm not even giving a straight answer. Yeah. I'm not even saying I like him or don't like him. I'm just going. <laughs> My the controversial answer that I have. Yeah. Because that was the first album with Brian Johnson after Bon Scott died. Right. Right. Although there's all these rumors and innuendos that a lot of the songs Bon Scott had actually written, but they right. just never credited him for it and they made it Brian Johnson. Because ACDC are notoriously um, don't give a shit. Like someone dies, they just keep doing stuff. Um, and they've done it a couple of times. Well, the fucking brother died the other year. Just, yeah, fill him in. He's got Alzheimer's. Yeah, no problem. Let's bring someone else in. We'll just keep going. Like, they just don't care. Like, it's just, you know, show must go on sort of thing. Well, anyway. I can't sing, so let's get Axel. And, yeah. <laughs> I would have gone... <laughs> to yeah. be honest, I would have gone seeing ACDC if Axel was singing. So, that the, would have been good to see. The um, I, I, I stand by this, that the Back in Black album... Yeah. Second biggest selling album of all time. Is it all time or in Australia? I think it might be in America. Somewhere, it's somewhere really ridiculous. And of course, America's another world, so yeah. It's somewhere really ridiculous. That it's such a massively huge selling album. That's a huge feat. Massive selling album. I don't think it's all that good. Like, I genuinely, genuinely, like, I've listened, I've got it. All right, you take Back in Black off. Is that one of the ones you gave me as well? Did you get... Maybe. Yeah, okay. I'll have Amazing. to have a listen to it now. So I you, have no excuse. You, you take you take Back in Black off that album. That song, yep. It's a great song. It is a great song. Great riff. I'll give it that, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, fair call. Um, uh, you Shut Me All Night Long. Yeah, it's a good song. I'll give you that. It's a good song. All right. Um, you only need Shoot to... Shoot to Thrill. Right. Right. It's a 10-track album, right? Shoot to Thrill is good as well, okay? Give you that as well, right? And then after that, I'm kind of going, this album's piss. Poor. You only need two or three uh, songs on an album. Back in them days, though, you didn't. 
back in 1980, if you're releasing a 10-track album, six of them songs at least have got to be belters. You do an eight-track album. You go through the you go through the the seventies, yeah. And you look at a band that releases an eight-track album. Six of them songs are belters. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. And the two that are average are usually interludes. Right. right yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what makes them albums and them bands so. And they were doing it every year, just bang, bang, bang. The year before, ACDC released Highway to Hell, which was Bon Scott's last album. Right. Eight tracks, I think there is. Seven gold. Yeah. Okay. Seven of them are gold, and I. St- Still say to this day that when you're talking about the best ACDC album, that's it. Highway to Hell, not Back in Black. Once Brian Johnson came in, the band was already going down. Record sales disagree with me, but they my, fudged the numbers. My opinion matters. It does. That's why. That's why we're here on Pointless Banter, listening to you but, talk about it. But I'm guessing you don't have an opinion because you don't listen to them. No, I, I'm indifferent. Highway to Hell, great album. Right. Night Stalker. Uh, shot down in flames, just the grooves, like you, a lot, especially a lot of the eighties rock. Yeah, you can hear that in that's an album from nineteen seventy nine, and because it was the first album produced by Robert John Mutlange, who later on made his name not being Mrs. Uh, Shania Twain, uh, he made his name. <laughs> <laughs> he did end up marrying. That's right. Um, but he made his name on Hysteria. Oh, yeah. So you actually begin to hear that sort of production value, you know. And his theory is eight years later, right? You know, and then Shania Twain's another six years after that. Like, so Robert Mutlange has had his fingers in some of the biggest albums of all time. But Highway to Hell is just the sound on that, the groove. It's everything in the eighties that was good is on the album. The songs are great, and of course, Highway to Hell is on there. Right. Listen to that album. Okay. Then listen to Back in Black. Tell How me am I listening like. to it for the first time? All the way through, not going back to different songs. Just listen to it as the album was intended. Yes. Headphones on. Yes. Sitting down on the couch when there's no girl on couch there. Yeah, easy tiger. I'll just do it by myself. Eat well. <laughs> <Welcome> <laughs> <to> my world. <laughs> uh, not on your couch. No. Just yeah. clear that up. Other people's couches. Yeah, so yeah, do that and then let me know. That's your homework. All right. I'll, I'll get on to that. Something I didn't think I'll ever do. Listen to a whole ACDC album. Only lasts about 40 minutes. Oh, okay. But Highway to Hell is seriously... I cannot, I cannot rate that album enough. It's one of my top 10 albums. The rest of their work... Yeah, yeah fair enough. We've talked a lot of international stuff. We haven't done any local stuff, really. Is there any? Well, um, next Friday. Next Friday. <gasps> What's next Friday? Next Friday's the big one. So if you're into the heavier scene, next Friday's the <gasps> big one at Fowler's or Lion's Art Factory. Is that Hidden Intent? It's the Adelaide Arise That's like that. <laughs> event, which Hidden Intent are one of... Aren't they headlining? No, there wasn't even really one band playing. But essentially, it's a get-together of of you know right. fellow like-minded individuals. They'll be playing some songs, which they'll be recording for a video. Okay, Sounds like a singles night for yeah. heavy metal people. I would say get there early, but um, there's only limited numbers. It's capped at 250 people, and I want to get in. So, get, so they, they, get, haven't got, they haven't got... Have they sold tickets or not? No, on the door. On the door? Ooh. $8 on the door. Um, get there early, but let me get in first. Right. Uh, that's all I'm saying. I suppose you can also follow that on adelaidegigs.com, couldn't you? .com.au. There's a new website. Is there? Yeah, it's not mine. Stumbled upon it the other day. Adelaidegigs.com.au. New what? home of Adelaide Gigs. What were you typing in to get that? What rhymes with gigs? Not t- tits, Adelaide tits. <laughs> I don't know. Is that, is that what you, you were putting at Google and it spell checked? 
<laughs> what do you mean, Gates? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a new thing. Nothing about Rosemont, though. So <laughs> there you go. No that's updates on those guys. Uh, what do Why we you just message him? Yeah. Just ask him. Hey, Rosemont, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> you just play a private show for me in the back garden. Yeah. <laughs> Please. I've got all the stuff. I've got my own PA. Oh. Would you record the show for 180 Creations? 180 Creations, by the way. Go give them a like. Um, <laughs> That's a nice little plug. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Yeah, we'll be doing the football tomorrow down at Virginia. Who's 180 Creations again, for those who don't know? This guy. What does this guy do? Oh, what don't I do? That's the next question. That is the only question. What don't I do? <laughs> I don't understand. Well, he's just sold himself, hasn't he? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Camera, audio, editing, video. For, for what? Yeah, you know, what do you just like? Yeah, you, 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 you whatever, filming whatever. snails in the street. Mate, if Are that's you... what paid the bills, that's what I'll do. If you need snails footage done, let me know. I'll come and film the snails. Sounds like you're a whore. Yep, I'm a whore. Whore with the camera. <laughs> you be the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Making the big, bu- big bucks. All right. But basically, you do shows as well. Gig. Yes. Oh, live stream. That's where you're headed to. Ah, oh, I can we, can. we do live streaming as well. Not to mention these weird podcasts that we're trying to achieve. Our fifth episode, nine listeners, minus the three views that we get. Do you think we'll get more than nine this week? Well, we did put it out. Well, I put it out to our listeners. Please listen. And we're on track to get three. You, myself, girl on couch. We does she that. just tell you she listens to it? Yeah, she does. Okay, I believe she... her though because actually she she pulled out a pretty good line. She 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 took out. Wow, getting flustered. The best line that I've ever said, I reckon, and that's the one thing that she got out of it. Uh, what was that? Oh, it was the Friday night thing. Yeah, it was the Friday night thing. I thought that was hilarious. I wrote it down. I thought you sent it to me. Yeah, it's like Friday night's my rest night. I don't put out something like that. It's pretty funny. So yeah, yeah. the way she said it. Yeah, it must have been the way that she said it. There you go. I don't put out on Fridays. Yeah, I thought that's hilarious. Um. So yeah, what D. Snyder released his new album as well that came out today, thirty first. You got it delivered, didn't you? Right. By the same guy who delivered your pussy mouth three months late. No, it's not the same guy. Butthole burner. <laughs> they're completely different companies. No, JB's got it in their in nope. their record store. I'm, what? I'm taking a piss because you didn't get it on time. Yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's just a guy wandering the streets going, I don't know what the hell is. <laughs> I also didn't get my Lego delivered on time either. That was supposed to be last Friday. They got delayed a whole week. Uh, yeah, gr- <laughs> damn this COVID. <laughs> Victorians, what the hell is wrong with you people? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so... What, what, what can you tell us about this D. Schneider album that right, makes so, it so imperative? You had to get it today. Oh, they did a video of it. I remember going to the concert there for the Sydney leg. They did a filming for Melbourne and Sydney for here in Australia. So that's what's part of this. That's part, release? What's part of this release. Yeah. So, so you're saying there's every chance you're on this. There release. is every chance that I could be on part of the video in said DVD content. Okay. Oh, yeah. Is this during the show or? After during the show, and he also did a little sequence. No, I won't say sequence. The night before, he did a Q and A, um, and 
we got to ask questions. I think there's like 20 people that got asked questions. I got to ask one. Um, I don't know if that's going to be on there. Was it a good question? I believe it was something to do with his faith and growing up and what he like, what he's got from that in his career, that sort of thing. I can't remember exactly. There was a lot of good questions that night, and he went through a whole lot himself, uh, talking about his life. So it's pretty good. Anyway, is he as tall as he looks? Yeah, he's pretty tall. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hang on. There is a photo. Next episode, we'll, I'll change this up, and I actually got to get it printed. I haven't got it printed yet, so I got to get my photo with him printed. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. So that got released today. The vinyl, and then there was a CD and DVD component. Of course, I had to get both. I'm a sucker for vinyl. So yeah, that's uh, that should have been delivered here, but you can pick it up from JB Hi-Fi. The looks of it, Utopia Records also have it. They got that let that uh, slip today as well. In Sydney, yeah. In Sydney, yep. Always go there whenever I'm in Sydney. That's Every pretty... time I'm in Sydney, I'll go to Utopia. I I, I go as well. I'm going to put it out to you though. Mm-hmm. I always they're... buy something too. Do you think they're a little expensive? A little bit, but at the same time, um... they have some rare shit. Though. Oh God, do no. they ever have oh. some rare stuff? Oh my goodness oh. me. It is a bit of a gold mine. Yes, it, it's a huge gold mine. I know one of our friends, Tisha, she bought... Um, Tisha Anna, Rose. Tisha yeah. Rose, yeah, she bought something... From Rock Hard with Phil and Tish. There's a shout-out for you. Yep. Hashtag. <laughs> what, uh, I can't remember what it was, but I think it was like a Skid Row original album or something of sorts. Well, Bon Jovi might have been, actually. Um, yeah, when we went down there. That was when we went to see Dee Snyder that time. We bought a shit ton of stuff there. Oh, that actually might have been when we went and saw Joan Jett, too. Did I say uh, Joanne or Joan? Joan Jett. You said you were right the first time. Yeah. So, and we saw Joan Jett at Utopia. That was a good time. Was she performing or was that just like... No, it was just group? a little meet and greet. So you had to buy a record or CD of the new album that they brought out. Bad Rep... Oh, was it? Like, the soundtrack to the film, Bad Reputation. Fair enough. Um, yeah. And that was great. So I bought a CD, but I actually bought a vinyl from another place. I bought the CD from there so I could get in. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, I got my vinyl signed, um, and then got a photo with them. With them, uh, it was awesome. And my photo actually jumped up onto uh, the 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 front album cover on their Instagram when they were doing all the photos for the meet and greet. So I was pretty chuffed with that. That is impressive. And it was a Wednesday, so I was wearing an electric pink bandana. Because on Wednesdays we wear pink. On Wednesdays we wear pink. Which film is that from again? <laughs> mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> on October you, 30 asked what day it was <laughs> did, 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 did you get this this on, on a Wednesday actually I got that on Tuesday that came into my uh, position Tuesday. on Tuesday and Wednesday I was wearing it oh, I was wearing a pink bandana on Wednesday and I thought I'd put this guy uh, give him a pink bandana on a Wednesday as well so on Tuesday you got a little head yeah yep so I thought I like to little collaborate uh, a not Lane and a headband guy there. Ah, oh, is that what that's they what the hell is? Right. Oh, How red is that? Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. impressive. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to find like a trucker cap, didn't want on time, but it's a good thing because it's the exact kind of hat now. Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing a different hat this week. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I learn and listen. Oh, look at you. Yes. It's attention to details. Yeah. I'm gonna crack open another beer. Um, I'm gonna enjoy my pussy melt. Oh, pussy melt a rip off. It's uh, it's a butthole burner now. For those people that missed the uh, missed it through the front door, they get it through the back door. I got it twice. 
Oh, well, this conversation's deteriorating <laughs> too real quick. Uh, you got anything else to follow up? Uh, look, I think I, we've covered the, the main things. So where was the Adelaide gig next week? That's at Fowler's or Gov? Uh, Lions Art Factory. Lions Art, that's right, sorry. That's the same place as Fowler's, just different name. Correct. Yes. Different owners. All right, cool. We've got Toilets are still trashed. Are they? Yeah. Hey, they've got a good band room though now, don't they? They do they? I don't know. I, I think back. so. They were doing some little show thing where you could pay to go into the band room or the green room or whatever. I haven't been backstage since it's been Lions Art. Right. There we go. That's what I'm do want to bring up real real quick that Snow Leopards. It's not a scientific name. It used to be Uncia Uncia. It's recently changed to Panthera Uncia. You had a quiet week, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, I, well I, was, I was also off in Flinders Ranges, climbing mountains. I'm just looking up Snow Leopard scientific facts. Okay. Yeah, no, I've got, I've got nothing. Yeah, I, nah. I think we smashed that machine head. We smashed that ACD. Well, I smashed that machine head. ACD. Yeah, I've I've brought up Sebastian Bach again. Yeah, and I've brought up Steel Panther again. Yeah, uh, and of course, my mate Frank Ferrer. Yep, peace, Frank. If you're watching, oh, I better get this uh, music queued up. Hey, that's my, gone. My mate from Guns N' Roses. Yeah, one day I'll get there. I'll get to reviewing and talking to superstars. I'm not very good on the mic. All right, I've been headband guy. Not Lane, sitting next to me. Y'all being lovely. And um, we'll catch you next time on Pointless Banter. I had to think of what my show was called then. My show? <laughs>